Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. I am back. Yes, back from Mexico. What an incredible crusade. The Lord gave us uh, just an amazing harvest of souls. And uh, I thank God so much for allowing me to go and uh, minister the gospel of Jesus Christ in the state of Puebla, Mexico. Uh, I have just so many amazing testimonies and stories to share. And I think throughout the week, we'll, we'll be talking about some of them. And uh, I want to share with you, uh, you know, we wanted to, to bring all the services live, but because uh, there was lack of data in some places and not able to really connect the way we, we need to connect to broadcast, we were not able to do that. But uh, we're going to be sharing some videos and show some testimonies. But I just want to tell you that Jesus is Lord of all and God has done such had done such an incredible job ministering to the people. Uh, I was just overwhelmed and thankful for for what the Lord has done. Um, and man, thank you. Thank you guys. You guys are the ones that prayed for us. And literally every prayer that we prayed from good weather to divine protection, to uh, provision, everything that we prayed for, the Lord supernaturally provided. The people were, were ministered to. The harvest was overwhelming. Uh, the first two nights we had uh, 280 people that came to the Lord. But on the third and the fourth, we lost track. The, the numbers just seemed to double. So well over 500, 500 uh, people came to the Lord. I would say maybe closer to 1,000 people came to God. But we just lost track as we began to minister. The, the crowds began to double almost every night. And uh, it was just incredible. It was amazing what the Lord did. Uh, and thank God. I thank God that the God sent me to Mexico. And Mexico shall be saved. Uh, I want to also thank... Uh, Pastor Tomas Reyes from Directo Con Dios Ministry uh, there in Reynosa. He's the one that organized all the meetings and he he, he got us uh, prepared and, you know, such a blessing to our life, anointed man of God. And, and I want to thank him personally. He Without without his help, it would have been very difficult to do the crusade there. So I praise God. Amen. But I miss you. I miss you. And uh, we're going to we're going to have some fun this week. I, I want to start going into the names of God, the names of God. We're going to be teaching a little bit about the names of God. They're very powerful that we, um, it's very important that we understand the names of God because we not only do we understand who we get to a greater understanding of who God is, but we also get to know who we are in our relationship with them. So we're going to be talking about that today. And uh, man, I miss you guys so much. I miss you guys so much. Uh, before we, we continue and go into the names of God, I want to share a, a little video highlight of the Puebla, Mexico crusade. And throughout the week, I'm going to try to share some more video clips with you and some pictures and testimonies. And uh, yeah, God is good. Amen. So uh, let me share this one little video highlight of uh, what the Lord did in Puebla, Mexico. Mucho más grande, más grande que montar. 
Praise the Lord. Isn't it beautiful to see what, how God uh, just ministered and touched the people? So many testimonies. This one woman, and I'm going to see if we have video of that. Maybe I'll show it tomorrow. But this one woman, she came to this, the, the second night of meeting. It was in um, uh, Huachinango, Mexico. And um, as I was ministering the gospel, uh, people were coming. They gave their life to the Lord. And I, we began to pray for the sick. And this one woman, the, the power of God came upon her. And uh, she had been sick where she she used to lead praise and worship in her church. But for a few years, she had not been able to sing. And uh, the doctors really didn't know what was going on, but she could not sing. And uh, we prayed for her and the Lord healed her completely. And she began to sing and lead worship uh, for us that night. What an incredible uh, story, incredible testimony of God. Um, but I wanted just to share something a little bit different with you before we get into the word of God. The... On Tuesday, when we arrived at, in Mexico, there was news happening in Ukraine about uh, a nuclear a nuclear plant, one of the largest plants in um, power plants in Europe, and how it was under attack, and there was a lot of fear that it might uh, it might explode. And that nuclear power plant, if there was a catastrophe, it would be ten times greater than Chernobyl. Chernobyl was in, was uh, a tragedy. Um, but this one would have been 10 times greater than Chernobyl. And uh, I, I told uh, evangelist Andrew Cannon, who was, who was with us in Mexico, you know, he's from, he's from the UK. And I said, you know, brother, after tonight, the world might be totally different than what, we, than we, what we've known it for. You know, the, the reality of, of end is there. And the end of civilization, the end of men, or uh, the end of us. The reality is there when we hear more wars and rumors of war. Now, we have uh, developed incredible weaponry throughout the years for warfare. When they asked Albert Einstein about World War III, they said, do you think nuclear, war, nuclear bombs will be used in World War III? And he said, I don't know about World War III, but I do know World War IV that we'll be using sticks and stones. What he was saying is that the, the, the weaponry that is developed today is so devastating that it will, it will drop mankind to, to prehistoric ages. And uh, that's a great, you know, that, that is, uh, that's what the weaponry is today to destroy the world. But I wanted to, to share something with you to prepare you. Uh, the Bible says in Revelations, and let me go and read this real quick to you. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11. And this is not my, my message for you today. This is a little extra. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11 says, And they overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. You know, when heaven is so, when heaven's on your heart, in your mind, your thoughts, your desires, your 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 wants, when heaven is everything to you, when Jesus is everything to you and God is everything to you, the, the fear of death is no longer upon your life. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. The world is going to be governed by fear. It goes from one threat to another threat, one uh, situation to another situation. But we walk according to the word of God. We have our faith and our hope in God. And the reason why we are here in this world is to serve the Lord. Amen. But there's going to be a day. There's going to be a time where, where we will not be here. 
Amen. But we will be together forever with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the fear of God has to be greater than the fear of man. We have to not be worried about our life, but we have to be focused on winning souls and bringing people into the kingdom of heaven. All that matters is heaven. All that matters is Jesus Christ. He's Lord of all. This is the time for salvation. This is the time to get right with God. And many people that are, that are going to suffer, they're going to suffer because not... They'll suffer more because of the fear that rather than whatever threats were, were, you know, really come to pass. So we as the body of Christ, we have to have the fear of the Lord. We have to have a reverence for God. We have to have a desire for heaven and to bring as many people to heaven as possible. That's why we go. That's why we preach. You know, uh, when the, the nations are just starting to open because of the pandemic the past two years. And that's why I'm going to South Africa in just a, a few weeks. I'll be going to, to Cape Town, South Africa to preach over there because I want to strengthen the brethren. I want to tell them what the Lord is doing in, in, in the United States and in Harlingen, Texas. Amen. And uh, I want to minister to them. Uh, it's important that we go, but there's going to be time we're not going to be able to go. I was talking to Evangelist uh, Kelly and, and Andrew, and I was telling them, we have to go. We can't stay. We have to go. This is a time of going out, sowing seeds, preaching the gospel, winning the lost, healing the sick, setting the captives free. This is the time. We can't stay. The gospel has to be primary in our life. The gospel and the purpose of God has to be primary in our life. We have to be so heaven-minded, so heaven-focused that no matter what threats here in this world, no matter what the enemy tries to do, no matter what man tries to do, it cannot, it cannot hurt us, cannot touch us because we are so caught up with heaven. So let me just give you this one word of advice and, and encouragement. Don't miss church. Get to church as much as possible. Go to every service. Get involved in every group. Amen. Be a part of everything that the church, the body of Christ is doing because that's your family. That's your family. It's important that you keep your family close, especially in times like this. Amen. We need to be encouraged with the, in the faith. We need to be prayed for. We need to be ministered to. And we need to be in, in the presence of the Lord, worshiping the Lord together with our brothers and sisters and encouraged in Christ. Amen. So don't miss church. Whatever you have to do, get there. Amen. Bring as many people as possible. Make sure that, that your life is living for the Lord. When we were talking about this on, on Tuesday, and literally the world could have changed on Tuesday. It could have been a dramatic change where, where we would be worried about nuclear fallouts and all that things. I told Andrew, I said, I said, Andrew, no matter what happens tomorrow, at least we know to the very end we're preaching the gospel. We are here in Puebla, Mexico, preaching the gospel. So no matter what happens tomorrow, we could say we ran all the way to the end. And we're so excited and thankful that we had that opportunity to 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 see ourselves preaching the gospel. It's not now. The Lord has extended time, but the, the time is short. We must make heaven first. Amen? Praise God. And I just pray over you that no fear shall come near you, that it will not dwell in your hearts or in your mind, but the peace of God will be upon you and the, and the, the great presence of the Holy Ghost will be with you. In Jesus' name, amen? I have a lot to share, and we only have a few minutes. I, we shared a lot. But today we're going to begin a, a series on the names of God, the names of God. And uh, let's go and begin in Psalm 23. We're going to read the entire Psalm. And I want you guys to, to be in this, in this chapter in Psalm 23. Psalm 23, beginning verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. 
He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We're talking about the names of God today, and uh, in the in Psalm 23, there are so many uh, introductions and reminders of who God is and who we are and in our relationship together. And uh, we're going to be going through Psalms 23 this week, but uh, want to talk about the names of God and the names of God. His name reveals His character. His name reveals His character, and uh, so I want you just to understand the names of God. God's name reveals his character. Amen. And through his name, we understand our position and relationship with him. Amen. Through his name, we understand our position and relationship with God Almighty. Amen. And uh, the last thing uh, about regarding the, the, the character, the name of God is through the names, we know the attributes of God and what we can expect from, expect from him. Amen. It's important that you understand that, you, that God has all these different attrib attributes of what he will do for us, what he promised to us, who we are in relationship with him. And through his names, we understand, we understand these things so that when we pray, we pray from a position of understanding. We pray from a proper relationship. We pray from uh, a, a proper expectation of what he will do. And that's why it's important that we know the names of the Lord. Amen. Uh, they're, they're, the names of the Lord are powerful and uh, it allows us to use our faith to receive from God and to walk with him. Amen. And so uh, I want to just first go over uh, the three primary primary names of God, the three primary names of God. And so the first one is, the first one is Elohim, Elohim. That's E-L-O-H-I-M, Elohim, Elohim. And it means the all-powerful creator. So right in, in Genesis 1, when, uh, when the world was created, that was Elohim, that was Elohim, the, the all-powerful God, the creator. Amen. And the second one, the second name of God, uh, about the, the, the primary names of God is Jehovah, Jehovah. And this one means the self-existing one, the self-existing one. He always was and will always be. He does, he does not have a beginning and he does not have an end. He's the alpha and the omega, omega, the beginning and the end. And so he always existed. Jehovah always existed. So you understand that, that Elohim, he is the all powerful, creative God. And we understand he is Jehovah. Jehovah is the one that has always been and it will always be. Amen. And then the third primary, primary name is Adonai, Adonai. And uh, Adonai means uh, our Lord, our Lord, our master, our master, our Lord. And so um, when uh, this is really powerful, when you, when you know God as our Lord as Adonai, because Adonai, our master, our Lord, then you could expect, it also shows you that you could expect something from him. If Jesus is your Lord and your master, you can expect from him to receive a destiny, a purpose, a reason for existing. Amen. Uh, he is my master. He is my Lord. I am here to serve him. I am here to, to minister unto him. I am his minister. And so 
as, as him being my master, he, he is responsible for giving me direction. And he's also responsible for providing for me everything that I need to get the, to get the job done. Amen. So purpose, destiny, and provision. He always supplies so we could do the work of the Lord. Amen. So when I call upon my Lord, I can expect those things, but also in my relationship of him being my Lord, he can expect my obedience. I follow wherever he leads. I go. The word of God says in, in John, um, it says that wherever he is there, my servants will be as well. So whenever you find me going to a certain place, it's because the spirit of the Lord is, is, is sending me there. I'm going there. The Lord is the one that's sending me to Cape Town. The Lord is the one that sent me to, to Mexico. But when I went there, I did not go. It wasn't a vacation. It wasn't, I, I had no, it wasn't about my interest. It was about the only, my only desire was to serve my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we understand the three primary names. And I want to introduce to you, um, another name of the Lord. And it's found in Psalm chapter 23, verse one. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. Stop right there. The Lord is my shepherd. And the name that I want to introduce to you is Jehovah Ra. Jehovah Ra. Now we understand that, that um, Jehovah is the one that always existed. He is the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. There's no, he did, he, there was no beginning. There was no end. There's no end to him. Amen. And so Jehovah Ra, Ra, what is Ra? Ra means shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah is my Ra. Amen. Jehovah is my Ra. Jehovah Ra. He is my shepherd. Amen. He is my Ra. Amen. And uh, a shepherd is one who feeds and leads the flock. When you read the word of God, the word of God will speak about God's people as being uh, sheep or lamb that are being led by the shepherd. And a lamb, it, a lamb is one animal that does not learn tricks. It's not able easily to be trained. Uh, it always finds itself, you know, in places where it shouldn't be. Uh, even just eating is dangerous for lambs. Sometimes they could fall down and uh, it will like hurt their digestive system. And the shepherd has to, has to literally lift them up and put them in right so that they could, they could even exist, you know? So Jehovah Ra is our shepherd. He's the one that's watching over us. He's the one that's leading us. That's what a shepherd does. Amen. Uh, but another, uh, another part of the extension of Ra is, uh, R-E-A, Ra means, Ra is R-A-A-H, R-A-A-H, but part of the translation is R-E-A, and uh, that also means friend and companion. Jehovah is my friend and my companion, amen? So he's my shepherd, my friend, and my companion, amen? And so that in indicates the intimacy of God with us, with, uh, with, with those that know Jesus Christ. Amen. And so he wants to be intimate. He wants to not just be our shepherd, but he wants to know us and he wants us to know him. So when we are saying Jehovah Ra in our prayer, when we are, when we're going before God, understanding that he is Jehovah Ra, we are, we're, we are declaring, Lord, I come to you as, as my, my shepherd, the good shepherd, but also my friend and my companion. You'll never leave me and and keep and 
keep me in harm, but you'll deliver me. You'll be there with me. You'll never forsake me. Over and over, the word of God says that, that God, you know, as a shepherd, if one goes missing, he will leave the 99 just to find the one. There are many times that we have been gone. We have lost our way. We, we walked away from the goodness of God, but God was so good to us that he didn't leave us in a fallen condition. He didn't leave us alone, but somehow, some way, he sent others to comfort us and to heal us and bring us back to him. He is the good shepherd and he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll always be with you. He'll be your companion. He'll be your friend. He will comfort you in your time of need. Amen. He's the good shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. He's my friend. He wants to know. He wants us to know him and he wants you you know, he 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 want, desires to know you, but he wants you to know him as well. He wants to be your companion. Amen. And so as the Lord leads you, recognize that he is your shepherd. He, he is your companion. He's your friend. He will always be there for you. You know, Jehovah, the, the one that always was, he will always be there for you. He'll always be there. The Bible says nothing can separate you from the love of God. The Bible even speaks about that you cannot run away from his presence. He'll always be there for you. And whenever, whenever you go through a time where you feel like, like you're all by yourself, you, you've lost your way, you lost your direction. I want to let you know that the shepherd's looking for you. The shepherd's looking for you. He loves you. He loves you very much. Jesus loves you very much. He's looking for, for you and he won't allow you to, to, to be away from him. No, he desires to be with you. He is your friend. He's your companion. He's a good shepherd and he'll lead you if you follow him. Amen. And I thank God. I thank God that he will, he won't leave us in a fallen condition, but he'll restore us. He'll restore us if we allow him. There are people that are watching right now that you might feel like you're so far away from God. You've heard a lot about what we had to share about the things of this world and of who God is. But you find yourself separated from God. You feel like you're all alone and you feel disconnected. Sin has, has got you trapped. I want to let you know that you're only one cry away and the Savior will come. Jesus, the Lord, our shepherd, he'll come. He will save you. He will heal you. He'll restore you. He'll give you purpose and destiny. And you don't have to ever live a day without him again. He'll be with you forever and ever. But it comes, it starts with you giving your life to the Lord. Become part of the family of God. Amen. He loves you. He poured out his love upon you. The Bible says that God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. The love of God compelled him to send Jesus Christ to die on the cross for your sins and mine. He paid the price for your sins, but you have to accept them as your Lord and Savior. So that price so, so that you can be born again, so that you can receive the blood of Jesus that washes all your sins away. My friend, if you are separated from God and today you want to come back to the Lord, maybe you have given your heart to God, but you've walked away. Come on back. Let the shepherd bring you home again. Amen. If you want to be saved, if you want to be born again, if you want to repent of your sins and come on back to the Lord, I want you to say this prayer with me. And as you do, You'll be born again. You'll be saved. The good shepherd will come and live on the inside of your heart and begin to teach you how to live for him. If you, want, if you want to be born again today, I want you to say this prayer and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. Repeat out loud with me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come inside my heart. 
be my Lord and Savior. I want to live for you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Teach me your ways. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for those that are coming back to the kingdom, those that are entering into the kingdom for the first time. Lord, I pray your blessings over them. I pray, Jesus, that you'll begin to teach them your ways. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. We come against every, every addiction, every blockage of, of life, and we speak, we speak abundant life over them. We break every curse that has been released to destroy them, but we speak every blessing of, of heaven upon them. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you, Father God, that they will serve you all the days of their life. Holy Spirit, teach them, teach them, raise them up, that they will become great in your kingdom. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Let me see what how much time I have. You know, this is a one-man show, and uh, I'm able to, uh, you know, I want to make sure that we follow and, and get everything before we uh, we go off. But I, I do want to pray with you. We have a few more mi minutes, and I want to pray with you if, for those that are that are dealing with any sickness, any disease. Maybe you, you need answers from the Lord. I want to pray with you. But before we do that, I want you just to worship the Lord. Lift up your hands to heaven and just begin to worship him. Tell, tell Jesus how much you love him. Lord, we thank you. We worship you. We glorify your holy name. You are worthy of all the praise, the glory, the honor. I worship you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for saving our life. Thank you for filling us with your spirit. Thank you for teaching us your ways. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Just keep your hands lifted up. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit, begin to pray in your heavenly language. Hallelujah. There's a person you've been suffering with a lot of congestion, and right now, the Lord is clearing your throat, clearing your lungs, and, and, and peace is coming upon your body. Body be made whole right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Another person on the right side of your face, it's been very numb, and you've been worried whether it's a stroke or what have you. But right now, in the name of Jesus, I just speak complete restoration in Jesus' mighty name. I speak strength to the body, strength to the heart, complete restoration in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, I pray over my brothers and sisters. I speak healing over their bodies, healing over their life in Jesus' mighty name. I speak life eternal, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you are a restorer. Things that seem to not be working correctly, we speak life and restoration in the name of Jesus. And Father, right now, I lift up the needs of your people. Lord, that you will supply, that you will provide, that you are good, God, and that we will lack no good thing. You are with us, Father God. You are Je Jehovah Jireh, my provider. We thank you, Father God, for abundance. In Jesus' mighty name, I bless your people. 
And Lord, I pray that today would be a mighty day, that they will walk in your strength and your power, that wherever you go, wherever they go, your glory goes with them. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you, Lord. We honor you with all our hearts. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you guys for watching. Please uh, message me. Let me know uh, how we could pray for you, or maybe you have a question. I would love to answer it on the air. Uh, watch fpgfamily.com, fpgfamily.com. You will be extremely blessed. Uh, we've been working on it. It's going to, you know, it's full of the word of God, anointed by the Holy Ghost. And I know that the Lord will use it to bless your life. Amen. I thank you guys for watching. We're going to end by watching a, a little bit more of the video, uh, rewatching the video of Puebla, Mexico. We give God glory for it. And we'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. God bless you. Show my